What is up, everybody? My name is Juan Perez, and welcome to the First View Podcast. This podcast hopes to create a platform in which minorities can talk about their journeys and share their unique stories. These are individuals who have had to overcome obstacles and are achieving the improbable. Much like you and I, our guests are striving to reach their goals and to help others. Our hope is to be able to inspire and motivate the next generation of minority leaders. Thank you for listening and supporting minorities everywhere. Today we're going to be hearing from Angel Ramirez. Angel lived in Mexico for the first 15 years of his life. After his dad died, his mom decided to immigrate to the United States in search of a better life. Angel will be talking about his experience learning English and the obstacles that came with this. In this episode, Angel speaks from the heart and shows us that sometimes all we need is to have hope. He will be attending Cal Poly San Luis Obispo in the fall. I'm so excited to have Angel here with me. Um, he has an amazing story. And how, how are you doing today, Angel? Thank you for the invitation, Juan. I'm also so excited to be here. I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing great. Doing great. So let's dive right in. Um, we're going to start off with your introduction. Um, how do you identify yourself? I come from Jalisco, Mexico. So I identify myself as a proud Latino. Cool. Do you think that identity has affected you in any way? Yeah, my identity affected me by giving me a double identity. Um, by this, I mean that I have an identity from Mexico and my American identity. Also, my identity has given me an extra language, which is Spanish, so I'm bilingual. Also, I think that my perspective of the, of the world is larger as same as my laboral opportunities because I come from these two amazing different worlds. Right. How would you say being from Mexico, your situation was growing up? Well, I lived my first 15 years of my life in Mexico. And I have to tell you that living there is just a different story than living here. My parents work seven days per week. We had a butcher shop, a taqueria, and my father worked at lands and had cattle. So I had to learn how to be independent at a young age. My father passed away when I was seven. And then after eight years, my mom decided to immigrate to this country for better opportunities. And while living in Mexico, I learned to work in the butcher shop and a little bit in the taqueria. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um... Do you, what do you think you gained the most from being in Mexico and coming over here? I learned how to be independent with, which I think it is very important. And also I learned to value the hard work and the value of what money is. And yeah, pretty hard, I think. It has made me stronger. Right. When... When someone looks at you, what do you think they think about you first? So I was saying that people also also saw all of the negative realities from Mexico when they saw me and they hear my story. Right. But I want to tell them that it is a beautiful place and I love I love it. Do you yeah. think that 
you're going to be going back soon? Yeah, actually, I I like to visit my family there and friends. I I try to go every year, which is pretty amazing. That's great. Um, I think that's like a super powerful thing to be from another country. Um, so I let's just jump right into the main story we're going to be talking about today, which is that you were able to learn English, you know, and coming here, you didn't know English before 15. How would you yourself explain your achievement? Yeah, for me, my main achievement was learning English while I was adapting myself to a new life. Uh, what do you think was like helped you get there? Can you talk a little bit more about that? I had to work harder than the rest going to, to high school because I didn't understand anything. I couldn't communicate and express myself freely because I didn't know any English. I took extra online classes to get credits that I needed for graduation. I took extra online classes to develop my second language. And to pass my high school classes, I had to learn things and vocabulary that I just didn't knew, even I couldn't pronounce. Also, imagine how hard and shameful it was for me to pass at the front of a, of a class and do a presentation with my scars and horrible pronunciation. It was just like a dying feeling. Well, I want to mention two things. I just heard the cops by, like go by, and it seemed like it didn't affect you. And I lived in Salinas, the same city that you lived in. And that seems like it's like an everyday thing, right? Yeah, it is. It is just where we grew up. Right. Yeah. And secondly, um, not knowing English, what do you think was the bit your biggest obstacle? I think there are many things involved in learning English because I was passing through many things. Mm -hmm. And even at that moment, even living was an obstacle because I remember that almost every day for a long time after school, I had these headaches because I was so stressed for all the work and the little progress I saw. I wanted to go to Mexico and I even cried several days. Another obstacle I faced was to learn how to write and how to pronounce the words because you write the words differently than you pronounce them. English is just a, it's just a crazy thing. Some words have letters that you don't even pronounce when you say them. Do you think that your, the school we went to, Alvarez, accommodated for you not knowing English? Um, yeah, um, we have a different class for the students like me, but I think that the high school could do some, could do more things to help us, right. like things to, to help us to adapt to the new life and to introduce introduce us to the new to to the more students to the regular population right what what experience did you have with other students it was pretty hard because i i even faced discrimination and this is weird because i live in a community mainly made of latinos right. but i think 
This is because they don't know where I come from. And even sometimes they don't know where they came from. Yeah, I was saying that some people will feel superior because they speak English and I didn't. But also there were a lot of people who were willing to help me. Mm -hmm. And they were just pretty nice with me. And yeah, it is a whole journey. Yeah. Um, what, who were some, do you remember some of these people that helped you get through these, like, these tough times? Yeah, sure. Um, I remember some of my professors. Like they will stay after school with me and help me do my grammar and my my speaking also some students were were willing to to stay with me sometimes and you know just practice and explain me things what would you say like to a teacher like do have you been able to visit back with those teachers or not yeah uh, i have contact with some teachers and they are just so excited to hear from from me and and know what i'm doing you know it's, right. it's pretty nice right and so how was it you graduated alvarez knowing english mostly um i will say kind of because i think i will never done learning i think English is so complex and it is too much to learn. <laughs> yeah, I still practicing. Yeah. If you had to talk about your journey and say it in, you know, in three to five words, what what would you say it was like and why? I would say difficult but amazing. <laughs> yeah. Difficult because there were just too much obstacles and you know things to to have done right. without knowing just doing the things but also amazing because i met people who who make me happy who who share their time and we have good memories right yeah so now you know now you're on this journey you're still learning english what's the next step for you as of today well, my my next step is to transfer to a four-year university and get a bachelor's degree. I I've been in college for two years and I'm getting my associates in plant science this May. And yeah, my next step is just keep practicing, learning, and just improve. What um, do you know? What college you're going to be going to yet? Yeah, I'm going to Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo. So I actually have some of the stats here. I pulled up the transfer students, and it says that overall, Cal Poly has a fifteen, a fourteen point nine seven percent acceptance rate, and the average GPA is a three point fifteen, three point one five, and to a three point eight. That acceptance rate is super low, and you don't fully know English. That, and I think that's amazing. What? Are, are you proud of yourself? Yeah, that's that's crazy. Like many people that re, that really know how to speak English, were when I said that is just amazing that I got in. Yeah. 
what going back really quickly to um to when you were learning in high school English did you ever have teachers that didn't accommodate to your English and if so what did you do to get around that um I think that when teachers didn't accom accommodate to my English were like maybe to try to hold me like because they knew that I had to adapt myself to those situations. Mm -hmm. um, and they were just to treat me like a regular student. Yeah. So I could be more successful. Do you think that helped you or it didn't help you? Yeah, it helped me because it made me do the things that I had to do. Yeah. How, did, how knowing now, now knowing English, how do you use that? in your everyday life? Well, it is it is pretty exciting actually, because I am able to to read things. And also I, I help a lot in my house with documents. I fill them and send them. It is a pretty amazing tool, yeah. You mentioned to me that you have a brother um, and you're teaching him English so that he can help once you leave for college. Um, can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, um, he's 15, and I think he has a better pronunciation than me. And <laughs> I think this is because he was younger when we came here. Right. Um, and we sometimes try to practice here to speak English, but it is really hard because, like, my, my mother doesn't understand. Right. And we, for us, also, it is more comfortable to speak in Spanish, but we try. So m moving on, really, to debriefing all of this, um, what would you tell those who were or are in your position today or would like to achieve what you have done? Yeah, um, for those who were in my position, they know what I'm talking about. I want to say them that never stop trying to improve themselves and that we have experiences that only a few people have. We are we are hardworking people and everyone knows knows it. Um I'm going I'm going to say this in Spanish because maybe people who speak Spanish are listening to this. Right. Para aquellos que apenas empiezan este camino, quiero decirles la verdad. Va a ser difícil, pero es posible. Y se encontrarán a personas que no les ayudarán y a veces hasta los podrán hacer sentir mal, pero también personas que estarán dispuestas a ayudarles. Solo échenle ganas. Y pues, como dice mi mamá, en vez de preocuparse, ocúpense. Kind of gave me the chills. Uh, I... <laughs> I've been to a lot of schools um, in Salinas where students who don't know English just kind of give up. It's easier to give up than to continue and to learn and to be made fun of. What advice would you give them? I will tell them that It is difficult to stay in track, but at the end, it is worth it. 
to pass through all the all those shameful moments and hard times because we we will have better opportunities our parents were working hard for us to be here and just don't give up and keep trying um, before I move on to my next question, I, I want to point out again, cops passed by, um, something that we're both used to. Um, just I want to point that out for anyone listening, because I think it it symbolizes something. You know, it symbolizes maybe things that it doesn't seem like flowers are growing out of concrete here, but we're obviously talking to one today. So um, I mentioned that. Um, then the next question would be, if you were to redo, relearn English, yeah. what would you learn again? What would you do different? Um, what I do is that I will, I will try to don't stress myself because little by little, you will be developing your second language without knowing it. So just take things slower. Right. Yeah. And throughout this, like you had to have some sort of motivation, you know, to get you through that, through this time. What do you think that motivation was for you? Yeah, um, my motivation to keep trying and achieving my goals is my family for all the work they have done to make it possible for me to stay where I am. Yeah, and also the people that stay in my memories like family and friends that is still living in Mexico. Right. What What do you do once you once you graduate from high from college and and you're speaking English fluently? What What do you think is going to be be your main priority then? Like, what's the story that you're going to share to others? I think that my main priority will be to to show them that it is possible to success. Right. Um, and then along the way, can you think of one individual that really stood out and helped you? I would say that my mother was always there for me mm -hmm. in happy moments and sad moments. She was always there to motivate me to, you know, just, cheer me up and give me like the ganas de hacer las cosas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what, what are your plans after college? And I don't think I've ever asked you this. The, the future is uncertain, but I think I'll, I'll still practicing, I'll get a job. Uh -huh. because Cal Poly is expensive. Right. Uh, yeah, and I'll take a summer class to keep working. And yeah, just I'll be waiting for the moment to transfer. And if someone were to tell you that you are one of a kind and someone who is special, what would you, what would you say to them? I'll say that absolutely I'm one of a kind. Same as everyone. The only thing that we need to, to do to stand out is to work hard and 
And then finally, I want to end off with, you know, you just being able to shout out anyone who helped you, anyone, anyone who's been there for you. Um, it sounds like your teachers and, and your mom, but I'm going to give you the opportunity here now. I want to, to show them that I'm happy, that I have potential, and that I'm achieving my goals one at a time for them. All right. Who, who, would you, who would you say that to? All my teachers, all my friends who were there, even you, because you're helping me. <laughs> it is pretty nice to have someone that is willing to help you. And um, would you like to say anything special to your mom? Like she might be listening to this when it when it comes out. I'll say this in Spanish because she doesn't speak English. Pues para mi mamá quiero decirle que pues la quiero mucho y la valoro mucho que siempre ha estado allí para mí para mi hermano y pues que estoy haciendo todo lo posible para que ella esté orgullosa de mí. That's great. Um, thank you so much, Angel. It's really, really, really been a pleasure to talk to you and hear a little bit more about your story. Um, I'm going to make sure that we're sending this off to as many people as possible because I know that there's individuals out there either trying to learn Spanish or trying to learn a second language and that they think they, they can't. And there's people out there who I think will hear this story and look up to you and say, if I can do it, if you can do it, I can do it also. Um, and I think it's gonna, that's going to be a reoccurring theme on this podcast. But once again, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Um, like I said before, I really, really appreciate it, you coming. And I know that there's individuals out there that are going to take a lot, a lot from your story. Um, is there anything final you want to say? I know you asked, I asked you before, but I just want to make sure once again. <laughs> yeah, um, thank you for this invitation, Juan. I'm really proud of the people like me who are looking to succeed. And for all of those listening, I want to tell them that everything is possible. Just work. Thank you for joining us and hearing this truly inspiring story. Feel free to follow us at First Few Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to get previews of our weekly episodes and of our guests. If you're wanting to help out in any way by joining our team, being a podcast guest in the future, or simply wanting to give us feedback, you can always direct message us or click on the link in our bio to learn more. This is Juan Perez, and you're listening to The First Few Podcasts. I hope you have a great day, and come back next week for more amazing minority stories.